Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the Potters Podcast. We're on Google Podcasts, Spotify and Stitcher. So we'll jump straight in for this week's episode. Straight in with the transfers and we'll talk first about the only person who's been talked about for money, Liam Lindsay. So what do you reckon? Well, he's, uh, he's a young lad, isn't he? He's only made 170 senior appearances, so he's got time on his side, hasn't he? He's got time to get better as well. He's won players player of the season the year they got relegated as well so the lads he's playing with obviously think a lot of him well like I say he's a, he's a young Scottish player uh, he's made his name through in the lower ranks of Scotland at Partick Thistle making his way through I think he played in the Premier League with them uh, he had a loan spell at Alloway which I like saying as well <laughs> uh, and Ronians. So, so I like that because he's had to he's had to go the hard way he hasn't been a youth product at United or at Liverpool or Man City yes. he's had to do it the hard way yeah he's come through the lower leagues hasn't he so yeah he's come through so you know he's he, he hasn't got a poor discipline record he, I think he looks the right kind of player we're after. I mean he, him alongside Ryan he'll learn from a top defender anyway so I think he's a good replacement for Bat what do you think Bat's going to go? well I, mean, I think Bat will go to the bench as a spare for, for Ryan see I don't think he's done too bad he, he, I, I, I think he's good I, I don't mind any bat but I just think Ryan's a better player I think he's a better defender I mean he's had his problems with his back injury and his problems with um, not really sorting that kind of stuff out but like I say I think he's just a better player than Danny Bat yeah I, I do think his, his, his best days are a bit behind in those short cross I do yeah but he's a legend no isn't he I mean you, you can look at it that way can't you He'd make a great coach one day, once he, I think, at Stoke. I think he'd be a great manager at Stoke yeah. one day. But, um, like I say, I mean, obviously, you can't really pass much judgment on him yet because he hasn't played in the Championship. Well, he has one season and he's yeah, played. Yeah, the first season with yeah, us. Yeah, he's, he's, done one, he's done one season. Um, like I say, he won players play of the season that year. So, was he stopping them from being completely embarrassed that year? For a centre-half, when players play of the season, when you get relegated... He must have been doing something right. He must have been stopping and getting thumped six or seven every week. Well, <laughs> if, I mean, from, from the looks of it, he's a good defender. I mean, everything I've heard from Barnsley fans, I mean, Barnsley fans are gutted about losing him, yeah. which is always a good indication. If a, te- if a team's unhappy about about losing a player, it's because he's a good player. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. You know, you didn't see you didn't see many Huddersfield fans going, "Oh God, Tom Hens, we can't lose him." <laughs> you know, you, you didn't see many of them, did you? So, well, they're talking about that wanting him back. Well, he could have him back. <laughs> I'll, I'll the tax. He'll get one of those Ubers. Casey will make you pay again. <laughs> they're nice and cheap, aren't they? So. <laughs> yeah. So we'll move on now to an unheard of, really, a player I don't really know much about. I'll be honest. Um, Jordan Cousins from QPR. Yeah. Well, he can play left. He can play centre mid, and he can play right. He makes a good sort of utility player across the middle. Don't see if you pick up injuries, he can play either side. He can play in the middle. He's been let go from QPR. I mean, yeah, but who is he? This is the, this is the main question. Who is this bloke? I've never heard of him. No, I, I haven't heard of him myself until he mentioned him. I mean, he's another lad. I mean, he's made 186 appearances. And he's 25. You'd have thought, like, he might have made a few more by now. Well, I mean, I just don't think he's ripped up trees at QPR, has he? I mean, you, well, you, who has? Who's ever ripped up trees at QPR? Uh, Apple to rat. 
when he, when he played. <laughs> yeah, he had to rip up trees, he had to wait for it. <laughs> but about him, I mean, he, he was player of the year for Charlton, though, wasn't he, at one point? He's not scored many goals, though. Eight goals. It's what I mean. I, I, at 25 for a midfielder, that's, that is poor. Isn't it? It's the, the, poor age, the age is what's putting me off him, really. Um, he obviously didn't want to stay at QPR anymore because I don't think it was going well for him there. I mean, he was loved at Charlton, to be honest, so I don't really see the point unless, unless, unless it's a spare there. player. You were a lot at Charlton. The, 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 it's a, it is a, a lot of players at, at Charlton are... Uh, they've always loved aren't they you don't watch a family club and see whenever they hear anything about a Charlton player they go oh, I, love, I love this player we love this player it's, it's, just, it's just Tim Pot club into really Charlton <laughs> Athletic I mean I don't really see the point in them I can remember when in the Premier League years ago and I thought what are they doing in the Premier League they're just a Tim Pot club in London they had one or two didn't they that, that made them tick at the time they um, had a good start Park, at one point because Parker played for them didn't he he played for Chelsea yeah he did yeah um, he broke through there and yeah. obviously bent because I mean, Darren Bantz, didn't he, didn't he run out already one year for yeah, Golden Yeah, he scored a lot of goals. He was sort of second scored, or third behind. Sort of he scored a lot of goals for Charles. But like I say, this Cousins, I mean, it, it's not one that's going to get me excited, to be honest. No. I mean, as a squad player, I think you can understand. I mean, he can, he can play on the wingers as well, by the looks of it. So, you know, he can't be much worse than Tom Hintz or James McLean. So, he might as well give it a go. It's free transfer. Yeah. Can't argue with free, can we? Yeah. Is I he going to be a squad player? Is that what he's bought him for? Well, that's what I mean. That's the only thing you can think of. It's yeah. bringing him in. I can't see him being. I can't see him being first choice. Uh, he must be. I think he's just bringing him in if, in case Etebo gets an injury or mm. and just plays every now and again. Yeah. But the thing is, we were short at times. We were playing playing players Saturday then Tuesday, Saturday Tuesday, and you could tell. Well, it was Joe. Come Arnold, the following maybe. Saturday, they were shattered, and you just think, well, maybe. We do need a few squad players for them Tuesday games and just for rest a few legs because he didn't rest enough. Neither did Rowett as well. He didn't rest enough. Well, I don't, I don't think he had the squad. No. That's the thing. I, don't, the think thing. He had that. I don't think he did. I mean, yeah. you look at that midfield. I mean, you've got Sam Klukas, Ryan Woods, Peter Etebo. Who else are we talking? I'm trying to think. Oh, Bojan, who's, who hasn't ripped up trees. I mean, the quicker he goes out of the club because he's, he's causing friction between the management team and the fans. I mean, he got Rowett sacked. Uh, Bowian did really if you if you want to be serious about it. So with who we're looking at, free transfers, there's no expectation then. I mean no. what killed Bo- Benicophobia I think was the expectation of well we got he cost twelve million. We're expecting goals from this lad straight away because he spent that kind of money on him. It does look like a business decision, doesn't it? It's, it to me it looks like an obvious decision. <laughs> you've got ten really. you've got ten players that really need leave and you're bringing in a lot of free transfers. It's business. It's not I don't think I don't think they're looking at it in a football sense. I think they're looking at it and going, right, Cousins has played three years in the Championship for QPR. He's been not offered a new contract. He's free. He's a squad player. He's not only costing the wage. I think they're looking at it and trying to rebuild the club, get some money back in, get rid of the the negative out of the club and and start again. I do, do not think they're looking at promotion this season. I really don't. I don't. I think it, for me, it depends on how, the money they spend. Because I mean, if we bring these, I mean, from the looks of it, we signed them all. So we brought in Lee Gregory, striker Nick Powell. I mean, let's be honest, that's that's an interesting story as well about Nick Powell. I think the coach has let it slip. Yeah. Going, oh, it was sad to see Nick Powell. He's gone on to Stoke. Stoke <laughs> haven't seen. So Wigan, Wigan now are declaring our signings before Stoke do. Yeah. That's Wigan how far behind we are. Yeah. 
Even Nantwich have got that sorted when you buy a player in, they go, yeah, he's sound, yeah. Oh, so yeah, we've got Nick Powell coming in, um, Cousins coming in, Lindsay. Lindsay's coming in. That's two million pounds for. Yeah. Yeah, I can't cool. knock it really. Yeah. I well, mean, the, the, the thing is, the jury's out. You can't, like, like we've said in the past, you can't all. We've bought names in the past. We have. I think a lot of Stoke fans have got to we'll give these lads a chance. Let them come in, see what Nathan Jones does with them. And he's obviously seen something in them all. Otherwise, he won't bring them in, would he? And the thing is, in the past, we've but we're all even in the Prem. You always wanted a name. A lot of Stoke fans always went, "Why don't we sign him?" I think we've both been guilty of that. I remember when Balassi was available, and we were like, "Let's buy Balassi," and then he turned out it was dreadful. Well, he he's, in the championship. well he's and he went, didn't he? And he, he ended up getting. He went yeah. to Everton, and when he recovered from it, he ended up at Villa. On loan into yeah. he, 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 he was struggling with yeah, he, he, he was struggling play. Yeah, I've, I think free transfers is right now, especially the ones we brought in. I mean, Cousins is the only one I'm sort of like mm, really. But if he's coming as a squad player, then we might be able to shift him in and die by bringing him in. And then it's technically good business, even though we're going to lose money on those players. Yeah, at least we got rid and we brought people who won't play. Well, the thing is, there wouldn't have been a massive amount of convincing Jordan Cousins to come to Stoke. Thing. No, you've no. got no club no yeah, one's interested in you it, we wouldn't take it. he's not going to stay at QPR over Stoke is he no. I mean QPR are in a really bad way financially yeah. club I think there's probably one that could go but, but saying that we're in the same boat both clubs QPR and Stoke have both fallen short thanks to Mark Hughes overspending yeah. on useless players that you can't get rid of and cost you for five years not one I mean I don't think uh, I mean, QPR was dreadful, some of the money they spent there. Oh, I know, yeah, they bought like 33 year olds with yeah, yeah. 20 million or whatever. And, and they brought Rio Ferdinand in on big money, didn't they, as well? Oh, I know, he didn't have any legs left. No. It's like us with Darren Fletcher. Yeah. But it's, like I say to you, I mean, I, I think that I think the rumours that are coming through are right, but the biggest rumour this week, one that's got everybody talking, and I think it's a bit of a, a, bit of a topic, is Dwight Gale. I mean, from what, what I've heard um, on the radio, we've got Sal for bringing him in. Would you buy him, though? Well, the thing is, if you look at his record in the Championship, he scored 59 goals in three seasons. It's not a bad return, that. Oh, he's, he, we know at this level he's deadly. We know this. But if you go up another level, he scored 21 goals in four seasons. So his record in the Prem is woeful, really. <laughs> but if we, if we want to start pushing up the table... We, we both know we need a goal scorer. But we, could, we Benicophobia this, could Benicophobia this year push on with the right people behind him? I don't know. I don't know. He, he frustrated me last season. Oh, he did. He, he reminded me of like Carl Hartborn. Yeah. And, and, and that's, I know a few people said something to me and he goes, no, I, I genuinely think he's like Carl Hartborn. He looked all right at the beginning, mm. especially away from home. He, he's got a good finish on him. Yeah, he's he nice. he, a good finisher. He is a good footballer. Maybe. I mean, the thing is... Personally, if it was me, I'd give him another option. I'd get, let him go one more year, only because you see players all the time have bad seasons. It doesn't it doesn't reflect on him as a player? He, there's plenty of times you look through statistics. Some of the best players, you go, well, what happened that season? He just had a poor season, and that was it. Maybe he had a couple of injuries oh, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can have a bad season. I, ju- I just think maybe. If he sold him now, he could end up in another championship club and score 25 goals. Maybe. Oh, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, he's probably had to go away this summer and he's gone away with with the family and thought, what has that gone wrong with me this, this year? I know exactly what's gone wrong with Benicophobia. It's complete misjudgment from Gary Rowett. He looked at Benicophobia because of his, his stocky size and he's not tall, but he's 
tallish. Physical, and he's strong. He, he looks physical, but he's soft as shit. Mm. And when he was playing, when he was playing these games, you could see he was soft as shit. He's running around like an headless chicken. Don't know where he is. And the worst thing he kept doing was standing next to defenders. Yeah, it was the worst, his most frustrating thing. The amount of times I was screaming, screaming from the crowd, thinking, "What are you doing? You're stood in between two centre backs. Who's going to be able to pick you out with a pass? Because if they do, the defenders are there." I think he needs a partner up front. I do. Personally. I, I do, and he needs a good, whole creative midfielder. Yeah. This is where Nick Powell comes in. Now but, Nick Powell might be able to get the ball through to him. But don't you think if you had Gale alongside him, he's got the pace, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, that's so the phobies the one holding the ball up. I think the two similar. I, I don't. Gale's miles quicker. He's quicker, but I think they're both similar. I think Gale's got better attributes. I think he's 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 just a better movie. But to isn't Gregory that sort of player who could play alongside someone who's quick. Well, we've got Sam Vokes, haven't we? I mean, as well, yeah. I mean, Sam Vokes. For me, Sam Vokes is first man on the team sheet for me. I mean, that goal against Sheffield United alone just makes me go, yep. Yeah. I think we'll only buy Gale if a phobie leaves. Yeah, I don't think he will. I think no, otherwise we've got four strikers, and it's like, well, you're not going to keep them all. Well, I mean, the nonsense happy, came out this week. One, they're about uh, Benicophobia being linked to Fenerbahce. Well, everyone seems to be linked to Turkey, don't they? I know. It's just, they love our players <laughs> at the moment, <laughs> don't they? I mean, yeah. we've got Indai being linked there. We've got uh, Sado being linked there as well. Oh, Sado better better yeah. win well. They love Stoke. Yeah, they could they, they could have him. It's all the Turkish restaurants we got around Stoke. I mean, for me, they could have him. They could have him. You yeah. have Sado Benahini with a, a lovely smile as well. I mean, see, don't you think the price? I mean, I've heard two or three. Fulham are interested for ten million. Newcastle say they want 20 for him. It's a lot of money that is for Dwight Gale, especially he's 29. Stoke will never pay that for Dwight Not for someone at 29. I, I wouldn't pay that anyway because look at his record in the Premier League. How many goals did he score in the Premier League? 21 in four seasons. But how many appearances was that? Um, well, you've got it over a couple of clubs. You've obviously got it at Palace. Newcastle, that's 67 appearances, 29 goals. Well, some of them were in the majority of them 23 of them were in the championship when they went down yeah <laughs> do you know so what I mean he's got like league. 7 I think for Newcastle so you can understand why he, he, he keeps coming back down to the championship and it's the same because that's his level isn't it yeah. that is his level he, 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 I know he scores goals on this level but the thing is we're aiming to go up which he would give us but I can't see I think it'd be a waste to get him it's for 20 million pounds to then next year if we do go up we've got to replace him again yeah. So we're right back to square one again. It's worth nothing. Yeah, and plus a club might pay sixteen or fifteen million yeah. getting him away. So it'll always be a loss because if he's it, I mean how old is he? He's twenty nine. But the only thing is, if we went up, you know for a fact that the payment you get for going up's big. Oh yeah. So he pays back if he scored twenty three goals for us and then we went up, you've already paid for him really. So I don't think it matters if you lost him for five. If you I wouldn't pay twenty for him. I think 12 would be pushing it. I think I'd, I'd say 9 million, I would. Yeah. Because there's no return value there, is there? I mean, no, but he's 29, he, isn't he? If, he? if he comes Stoke and we didn't get promoted, then it's a really bad business deal, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is then, yeah. Yeah, because if, if we do go up, then it doesn't matter. Well, that's the risk of any signing. It's like Alex Ferguson said, it's, it's easy signing a player, it's hard for signing a good one. Yeah, but if he was 24, 
Oh yeah, there's less, you, there's less got risk six, there. You've got, you've got six years of his prime. And plus, if he did go up, you could sell him to a championship of sides who's got yeah, money, who's gone down exactly. and, and sell him. At out. 29, you've always got to be careful. I mean, all the big clubs will always say you, you buy a player at 28 on a three-year contract. You know he's worth nothing at the end of it. Not really. He just end up in America or China. Yeah, that's all they ever do. And since they get to 32, 33, right, get, last big paycheck. Yeah, where let's go to America. Yeah, I think it ruins a lot of careers though, Ardy, when they go over there. I mean, there's some players that you're thinking, what are you going over there for? I mean, Chavi when he went, uh, was he Dubai or or Saudi Arabia or something? Pato's what I mean? career's been dreadful, has since uh, he's, he's been everywhere, has he? He's been everywhere, he yeah. has Qatar, China, the MLS, I think at one. Well, you're talking about Luis Suarez going America now. <sighs> well, you can have him, can't he? He likes a bite, uh, new franchise that David Beckham set up. Into Miami. Into Miami. Sounds like a sounds yeah. like a blue film. I, I think they've uh, put big money on the table for it as well. I think, so. it's, uh, I think that's what you call a blue movie title, <laughs> isn't it? Into Miami. Who's this Miami? <laughs> She's a lovely lady. <laughs> I think it was a fallen movie, knowing Beckham on the side. <laughs> so, uh, right, so. I think we covered uh, Dwight Gale, haven't we, really? So, the only other one that I finally see is, I mean, we've delved onto the Fenerbahce Opus, Teddy Peters going back to PS Rihando. Well, it, it makes sense, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, he's not. He's not going to play for Stoke again. He's already said that he knew straight away when Nathan Jones come in, he'd never play for Stoke again. I still don't agree with him saying that. The trouble is, though, you could you could say that about a lot of players. How many times did Charlie Adam open his mouth last season on Talksport, on this, on that? Charlie Adams leaving the club's been on the cards. He's probably been on the transfer list for two well, he, years. He used to say everything on the radio about oh, yeah. stuff that went on behind the scenes, and and you just think. Some things are better left unsaid a little bit, and I don't know. It's just like ripping the club bit from bit. I just I don't like it. I don't like players putting stuff on Twitter, um, unless it's like obviously we played well today, good effort from the lads or whatever. I don't mind that, but when they start picking about contracts and and talking about the manager and I'm not wanted here and stuff like that, just puts the club in a bad light, doesn't it? Straight away. Yeah, well, um, I mean, I can see him going back there. I mean, he's a bit of, I wouldn't say legend at BSV, but he made his name there before coming Stoke. I, I wouldn't say he's, he's been a disappointing signing because I think he's been a good servant. He's been been a decent. He's player. had some. He's had some good seasons. Hasn't he, he's he? been decent. He's been decent yeah. for Stoke. Eric yeah. Peters has. Yeah. He's just not good enough, really. He's just not a. He's not good enough for the modern wing back. Thing is, his best his best um, time at Stoke was when. Uh, Marco and Altovich was with him because them two were reasonably close well, weren't they and, and he, he linked up well yeah well they linked up really well on the pitch and you could tell you could tell he, they just worked really well together on that left side and when he left he, he, he just sort of lost his mojo a little bit mm. and um, well he's been asked to do two jobs then once yeah well he never really ran that far before did he well, he'll get to the halfway line and Marco would take it off him and that's well that's, that. that's the thing about before that it took a lot of the shine away from um, Peters that he didn't have to do a modern fullbacks job because he'd just go, go to a certain point and give it Marco. Yeah, well, Marco, go on calling him that, Arnie. And then Arnie, <laughs> had run, Arnie had run up the wing and either create something and it'd work. But so, like I say, as soon as Arnie left, he was asked to be doing do it more yeah. than what he was able to do and he, and he, he quick enough track back and he, he lost his place yeah. in the Holland side he, he struggled the fans started booing and, and all yeah. that and he, he didn't want to get out I mean Nathan Jones got rid of him hoping the board would spend and get a new left back in and 
at the moment we still haven't got it. For me, it's the most important position on the pitch. We've we've dropped on lucky with Tom Edwards, so I think the right back position's pretty much sorted. Plus, you've um, you've also got Valendon who can drop back there as well. Yeah, he can fill in. So it, I, I'm not too worried about. I, I do genuinely believe that Tom Edwards will get better as well. He will. Tom, yeah. Tom, Tom Edwards will be a good player for Stoke. There's yeah. no question of that. Um, but the thing is with Peters, I've got a t- I've got this horrible feeling he'll be left back next season. I really do. I don't know unless the relationship changes somewhere over the summer. I can't see it. I just can't see what, if 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 you've come out publicly and said I, I get the impression the manager don't want me. They've obviously had words, whether it be at training or at the ground. Somewhere along the line, they've crossed had cross words for you come out because he, he said that in anger. Hansi, he's yeah. come out and said, well, the manager don't want me. Otherwise, you wouldn't have said anything. Well, it, I mean, you wouldn't have loaned him out for a kickoff. I mean, well, no, so much has been said. Yeah. You wouldn't loan out your only left back. Your only left back who's before was first name on the sheet. Well, he was not crap. Let's be honest, we're not going to go into Josh Timmon again. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust him. Well, the thing is, Peters didn't have a too bad a start under Howard. Yeah, scored away I mean, at Preston. Yeah, he, but he, he couldn't get up and down, could he? And His legs are going on. It was killing him. And it yeah. was, uh, you know, moving to Amiens. He's it done well there, to be fair. Probably a change in... I think they've come into some financial struggle for... Well, they've been relegated. And plus, they've spent a hell of a lot of money for, as well. For buying, so... So, I mean, it looks like he... I wouldn't mind him getting back PSV. I think that's a good move for him. I think that's just the right fit. They're in a bit of turmoil at the moment because Ajax are dominating. And I think he'd be a good signing for that good for us to get rid but like I say if we don't get James Justin this win- windy I think he's going to be a bad that's one a, that's a no I, I can't I can't see that now not now Leicester are in I, I just it's a shame because he could he could have made a massive difference because we'd have oh, quite yeah. a bit of pace both sides then. he could have been the real he could got he, like, like I said before on this podcast and if, like I said a few times James Justin can get Stoke up simple yeah. as that he could get Stoke up because his pace at left back, he can play right back as well, but his pace getting us up up and down the pitch, it's priceless really. And yeah. I, I, like like I said, when you're bringing in free transfers, we've we've earned a lot of money this year through parachute payments. So for me, the, our budget has to go on two players: a left wing back and a creative mid central midfielder. That's where our money needs to go. I still think some of it needs to go on a striker. I do. It's, it's so, so you you would take Gale on? I would take Gale. Yeah, I would. I just I honestly think if you could get him at the right price, if you get him for sort of like eight nine million, like you said, I, I just think he could be the one that could really push us. At the end of the day, how many teams have gone up with an, an average side, but they signed that one person? Well, it's Kevin Phillips. Yeah. Kevin Phillips at Championship. How many times did he turn up at a different club? He went West Brom. Their side was terrible, and they signed him and went up because he scored about twenty-five goals for him. Well, it's the same thing as well, isn't he? When he was at Villa, he, he improved there. He was a good player. He was a good player in the Brent. Never mind it was, but never mind him. Championship. He was a good striker. He was. Yeah. He did happen with Stoke in the nineties, ninety-six. We had a very average team, but we had the SAS. We had Sturridge and Chen. Yeah. We nearly got us up. Yeah, got us to the playoffs and we were a bang average team you've got to admit though the, the fans are, if, if we started playing a bit more attractive football started scoring goals again you would not be looking at that table as much the problem is you, you're winning 1-0 you're drawing then losing and it's, the fans are just bored of it it's been like that now for over two years 
and it's dreadful when you see goals even if you end up drawing 3-3 and stuff like that it's more exciting the fans are like well we just need to sort the defence out but we're great going forward well I've said before now about how you build a team I've always said before you build from a back sound a good back line back line yeah and then it takes care of itself then you just need to pick off here as long as you've got a good back line but that's what worries me at the moment we've got two old men there and then we've got kids in Suter and Collins for me I mean look, there's a player new topic now where we're going to discuss who we'll buy for these positions yeah realistically don't start going out there and going I tell you what let's go get Danny Alves or <laughs> you know let's, let's go get Messi from Barcelona we've got to put it realistic. in realistic realistic terms so I'll talk now about who I'd buy now yeah all the free transfers get them all in and take all of them yeah now if we're going to miss out on James Justin my left back would be Greg Taylor from I think it's Craig or Greg one of the two Taylor from Kilmarnock yeah he's 21 lightning quick been a major part of Kilmarnock finishing third in the SPL last year yeah and the good thing is he's under the radar not many have picked up on him and the reason that's because Kieran Tierney's in that league who you know is miles out of our league now it looks like Arsenal or or United is his next destination so luckily for us nobody really knows about him and this way Stoke got to be clever and go I'll tell you what let's go in for him let's go get him yeah. before anyone else sniffs him out yeah because I haven't heard him mentioned until he's I haven't heard him mentioned show. anywhere which is why, which is why I, look, bro, I do watch my Scottish football yeah and every time I see Kilmarnock play he's the only player to look at and go oh he looks Spotted quite special he's, he's quick he moves well he and that's who I bring in yeah now midfield I'm desperate to see Ben Pearson come Stoke yeah well there's been no well we were linked to him we were linked to him last season weren't we for a small amount but I just think that I've watched him twice now against Stoke every time I've watched him on crap programme we have to watch football on nowadays what's that called <laughs> uh, what's, what's it called now? Whatever it is, that, that, that watch, that, that, <laughs> yeah. whatever it is, yeah, it is. gold, <laughs> the coconut channel, whatever it is. But it, it was. I think Ben Pearson has got that true quality. I think he's 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 a Premier League midfielder. Just that he just hasn't had the move. See, yet. I don't think he's looking at it like that. At the end of the day, we all know that Etebo was the shining light really last season at times. I think he's looked at it and he's going to go Etebo Powell. And if not, then Alan will play. Because he's already said he won't sign Gale unless Alan goes. And let's face it, no one's really been that interested in Gale, Alan, have they? Gale for Alan? No, they said they'll sell it. They oh, won't, they won't buy Gale unless they sell Alan. Because of the money. I can't see anybody wanting to buy Alan. Not for, not for seriously good money like they're on about. I mean, who's going to buy Joe Alan for 21 million? There's no chance. I mean, who's going to buy him for that? He's much? another one who runs around no structure to his play at the moment. Uh, yeah, so so they're my two choices because I don't think we need a striker. I, I'd give Benikfobi the benefit of the doubt. Just give him one more year. If he fails next year, then he can go. Mm. You know, if he if he doesn't score 15, 16 goals, I genuinely think we've got no pace up front. I, I, he can be. He is quite quick, and I, th- I think if I think Nick Powell's going to be a very important player next season. Yeah. in that creative midfield role but I just I just love to see Ben Pearson as that spine in the holding midfield with probably Woods and Etebo next to each other and Nick Powell above him Yeah, that's what I'd love to see so right are your choices if you're going to buy where would you spend your money on you striker like I say I, I still think we need some pace we've got a lot of um, strength up top but 
I still think he needs some pace somewhere. If you're going to have one, if we're going to play two up top, then which I don't think he will. I still don't think he'll play two up top. I think he'll always play with one and then one just behind. I think he's trying to build his team now. So I think he's trying to get this diamond in. I think he is trying to now build a four at the back, holding midfield yeah. a two central, a cam and then two strikers. But you can't do that with, with no left wing back. So, you know. I, I, I honestly, instead of... Because the thing is, over the last couple of years, we have wasted money, big time. I'd be sorely tempted this year, if we're trying to sort the books out, I'd, I'd look down the loan market a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean... There's plenty in the... You look at Man City's academy, you look at Man United's, you look at Chelsea's, there's good lads in them academies who could come in and do a good job. So who would you look at then? See, now this is a big shout, because I still don't think I'll get on the side. Now, Manchester City bought a, a buyback clause for Angelino. They sold him last season. Yeah, Angelino, yeah. Now, I don't think, even though they're buying him back, I don't see him getting in that side because Zinchenko was so good. Now, do you look at it and go, well, could we not have him for six months, 12 months, bring him in and get him in on loan? I know it's a big shout, but from what I've seen of him, he's another one, quick, can play with both feet. I just, I don't see where he's going to get in that side. And and I just think, how many, they've got Mendy who will come back. Yeah, and let's face it, he's just always bloody injured, though, isn't he? That's, yeah, that's but if, if you can get him fit, let's get him on loan. Let's get Benjamin Mendy on loan. We'll have him instead. <laughs> Fuck, what's his name? Angelino. He sounds like we're the missing turtle. But um, you know, we'll I, I'd, I'd, I'd say I'd, I'd definitely start looking into the academies and stuff. Well, there's, there's two names that pop to my mind: Reese James at Chelsea, yeah, and Ben Woodburn at Liverpool, yeah. This, there's plenty out there. I just think if we try and balance the books a bit, let's not go and waste a load of money somewhere that we don't need to. Because at the end of the day, look at Villa. Villa have used the loan market to their advantage, and it's worked, and they've got promoted. Well, I know Derby. Derby did it uh, most of the time. I mean, Derby got Harry, Harry Wilson in, Mason Mount, Diego Tamori, was it? Um, yeah. I can't think what it was. Uh, there's been a couple more I mean Leeds had a few loanies from Chelsea and other clubs I mean it's not just I mean Tammy Abraham's had a, a cracking season hasn't it Villa yeah yeah but well, he always scores goals though don't he yeah scores. but this is the thing I just think sometimes we panic and end up buying somebody we don't really want mm. I just think sometimes at championship level bring him in on loan Sam Lucas comes to mind yeah it's, they just they just panic buys and I just think if we if we looked hard enough there's enough in the academies. I mean, City's academies wiping the floor with every team every week. Scoring goals, yeah. Well, they're yeah. scoring goals for fun all the time. Liverpool's are getting pretty single players yeah. as well. I, I just think there's definitely um, enough ability. I mean, no, but I mean, you could look at Alberto Moreno. Can't get in the side at Liverpool for love and the money. He's, I think he's going into this. I think he's getting he he's Villarreal or something. Yeah. Looks like it. But. But then yeah, again, you're going back to names man. again, aren't you? Yeah, you're going back to names then. He'd, he'd cost a fair bit on wages as well. He yeah. would, we wouldn't be cheap. No. So, right, so we'll go back to So, who would you bring in? So, imagine you're now the new director of football and, and you've got reasonable doubt. Well, we know Martin, Ben, Pe- ben Pearson and, and uh, Craig Taylor. Who would you bring in? It can be a loan, it can be 18 million, 14 million. 
but who would you buy? I don't think we've got 40 million spent, have we? I think we have, yeah. I mean, with the parachute payments, we are, we are flush, we aren't poor. But who would you buy or bring in? I, I, like I say, I, I, still, I still spend my money on Gale. So um, you're buying Gale 20 million? I'm not spending 20 million on it. No, that's the price, 20 no. million. So, so I've so done 10. I've <laughs> come in with 10, so I'm not paying 20, we're paying 10. So, yeah, there's. See, like I say, I think with Powell coming in, I don't think we need to do anything in the middle now. Um, but is he, he's playing a diamond, isn't he? Yeah. So he's not really playing with wingers. Yeah, he doesn't like his wingers. No. I don't think we're wingers are needed now. If you've got a good left wing back and right wing back, you, you don't need them. I wingers. still think that attacking front needs some pacer. I do. I think that'll come from Nick Powell. I've heard Nick Powell in the slowest. So basically, I'd have Ryan, hopefully Ryan Woods in with Etebo. He'd bring pace to it. He charges up the pitch. Woods has got that passability. And then that's where I'd bring Pearson in, just as that holding anchor to could, keep things moving. You could have a shout at Harry Wilson. Harry, well, like I don't Maybe think he, he, he's going to go on loan in the Premier League now, isn't he? This is too well known now. I could see Villa or Norwich or someone yeah. like that giving him a go now. Well, the thing is, it's a big talk of Lampard giving back Chelsea, isn't he? And I think if he does leave, it'll ch- it, it, Derby will s- slip down again. Oh, Derby are in serious trouble. They've yeah. got a very old team, and they built their team last year on four loan signings. Yeah. So I, I've got a secret feeling Derby might go down. Honestly, wow, Derby, I, I, think, I think Derby are going to be in a real bad position. The back line's all in the We take the loan signings out, and they, they, they're, they're, they're an old team. Yeah, Tom yeah. I mean, they're losing half of them as well. I mean, mm-hmm. they've got like there's not they've got all their young players were all on loan. So you take all them loan signs out because none of them will go back Derby. Wilson won't go back Derby. Mason Mount won't go back Derby no. unless Lampard can convince them. But if they lose Lampard as well, they're going to be in serious trouble. Yeah. Because they've got to rebuild a new squad. Well, old Carson in goal. Well, he's, he's about 36 now, 37. <laughs> yeah. But Richard Keogh, 36. He's old, yeah. Tom Hiddleston, yeah. Huddleston, whatever. Hiddleston. <laughs> Hiddleston, you know the actor. He's the actor. <laughs> Four in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got you've got a few, like I say, they've got an old squad, but anyway, getting back, back to it. So so you'd have Harry Wilson then, wouldn't you? Instead of, yeah, instead of like Gale. Trouble, he's not a striker though. Well, he's attacking midfielder, isn't he? Put him in strike. He can't be worse than Berrini, can No one could be worse than him. <laughs> and he made Carl. He made Carl. Carl Hartburn look like Pelle, didn't he? Berrini. Uh, well, that's still not ended, has it? Yeah. Well, that'll I'm, talk about him coming back. I, I don't really want to waste me energy on him. No, I don't really want to waste me. No, I I'm already falling asleep talking about him. <laughs> so, so you've decided now that. Just go go through your signings and who you'd bring in. Right, so uh, if I had a, that piece of paper, yeah, I'd go. I'd try Wilson, Gale. Um, I'd look at loans as well. I mean, as that as it is, is Tammy Abraham going to be available? I, I don't know. He might be available. We could put him on your list. I, I'd put him on. So he's so taking Gale out and putting. No, I'm just thinking of, of, of a select few. That you could put your name down for. Yeah, but that's uh, you've got about nine strikers. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see, we're gonna have them all. <laughs> Can't we, we, we do a we Brazil seven to put four at the top? <laughs> <laughs> One at the back. Cafu. <laughs> <laughs> Just does it all. <laughs> yeah. Like I say, I'd, I'd be I'd be sorely tempted at looking at the loan market. Definitely. If he wants to try and put some money back. 
the, the, you've, you've just got it. I mean, the thing is, Wilson, he's not far off ready for the Prem, is he? Let's face it. I think he's ready for the Prem. I think yeah. he's, I think he's Derby's best player. I think he was the most creative player in the Championship. Yeah. I mean, behind Timu Puki, for example, I think another loan signing was the best player in the league, and that's where it's going now. Yeah. I mean, like I say, the reason why I'd like I'd take Taylor and I'd take Pearson is because I, I think that'd keep us winning budgets, but it'd improve the team. I mean, like you've gone there with your loan signings, and I could understand. I'd loan a few in. I'd, I'd loan Reese uh, James in as a spare right back for Tom Edwards, and if he breaks in, he breaks in. Yeah, it just adds to the tempo. I'd take Ben Wood Woodby in as well, and bring him in as a replacement for Powell, or, or if he's good enough, better than Powell. And but I think he's a talented young Welsh international. I do Ben Wood. I'll tell you one that I haven't mentioned, and I, I, I do genuinely think you could get him into the championship. It's Jordan Ar. I'd take Jordan Ar. I would as yeah. a holding midfielder. To be I'd honest, I'd probably take him as not even on loan. I'd try and buy him because he's not really worked out at Bournemouth, has it? I, I think the problem is with Jordan Ar. They the think he, they think he's a winger, don't they? And he yeah. in it? No, he's he not. hasn't. He hasn't got the skill on the ball. No. Yeah, he's not. He's a terrible passer of the ball and he can't cross. Yeah. Well, they keep playing him on the on the right wing because he's quick. You put him in a holding midfielder, he'll be brilliant. Yeah, because he'd break forward. Because he'd break forward because he's got the pace, but he can yeah. defend. Because that's where he started. He was a left back at Liverpool. Yeah. So, like so I say, I'd take him. Yeah. I would take Jordan Hart. Yeah, he's, he's another one that um, is maybe not It's not quite where it's out. Yeah. Even, no. I mean, you could probably say to him at, at having for a year. Because he's still young, isn't he, at the end of the day? Yeah, I think he's 24, to, yeah. 23, 24. You could say to Bournemouth, you could say, right, we'll have him for a year. He's going to play most of the games. Well, um, another another one towards that is uh, Tyrone Minks. Last year and year before, he did nothing at Bournemouth, but he went to Villa for half a season and he's helped them go up. I think he'll sign for Villa. I, I think he would do. I think mm-hmm. Villa would be mad not to sign him. I think he's he's been a tight. I remember when Stoke were in for him and wouldn't be did, wouldn't wouldn't get. I mean, apparently we went in for three million pound. He went to Bournemouth for nine. So it shows you how far away we are when it yeah. comes down to signing players. There's been plenty though. I mean, why hasn't it? Why did nobody look at Phil Foden two years ago? Oh, he would have been a great loan signing. You got, you got Bob out now. Oh yeah, broken he's, to he's, the first he's two, near enough city in England yeah. now, isn't he? So he's, he's so you've got no chance. But two years ago, he, he, he was ripping up trees every week in the reserves, and you think, well, he'd be a great person to have on the bench. Well, I tell you, I, I think the same thing's going to happen with Ben. We would be. Yeah, I think he, I think in the next couple of years he'll be a star player. He's another one, quick. Oh, powerful. brilliant player! Yeah. Play in the wings, left or right. Yeah, he can play in the middle as a cam. Yeah, I think he'd be a fantastic signing for Stoke. He would he bring pace? He'd bring youth, and he wants to prove himself. That's 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 my philosophy. Pace in this league, you need pace. Yeah, I think you, you need pace any league. Don't I, you? I just think at times we got so overrun at times because we're so slow. And we we really really need. That's the first thing I start started doing this season. And I looked at the squad and gone, "You're not quick enough. You're not quick enough. Your legs are gone. I need get pacer." Well, that's what I mean. That's what Charlton got promoted. They got a very very quick squad. It's one one that Nathan Jones's philosophy at Luton. Yeah, pace and goals. Pace, pace and goals. Yeah, that's yeah. it's blood and thunder. Yeah, but at the moment he hasn't got the players, and he, that's why I think we're trying to bring in as many as possible. That's no, just a little clap of thunder. Yeah, it's, it's just a little, little, it's little, you know, one of those little applauses that people get. Well, yeah. So speaking of Nathan Jones, do you think he's a? Do you think I think he is personally? I think he's the right man. But what do you think? Um, 
I don't think you can pass judgment on it yet. I don't. I think he's relatively. He's not that experienced, is he? At the end of the day, he's had, he's had coaching roles. He's been at Charlton. He's been at Brighton. He's been. He's done one full season at Luton, and then he came to us sort of halfway through the season, didn't he? Last yeah, season. Yeah, he's, he's young. Yeah, and he's. But I mean, the year he went up, I mean, they scored ninety-four goals. Oh yeah, they were second the only top. team. The only team in England to score more goals was Man City. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they know where the goal is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I think like I think it's that striker James Collins has nearly scored a hundred goals in well, three seasons. You're talking about him coming Stoke. I'd take him and Stoke any day because yeah. I think if, if you're that natural in front of goal, you don't matter what league, don't matter what league is, if you get, yeah. you get the opportunity to put the ball in the net, you will. Yeah. So I mean, for me, so it's obviously he was a good player, Nathan Jones. I mean, he's he's young. He's you can see that he wants that he wants to be a manager. You can see that it means more to him being a manager than it does being a player because he he wasn't really a very good player, was he? I mean, what's no. the history behind him really? I mean, he played in Spain. I mean, he's he's he did have three promotions at Brighton. To be fair, I well, mean, as a player, as a player, yeah. Um. So, but obviously that was from like League Two, League One. Yeah. And it's it was right through the divisions, but I mean it's it is a poor level, isn't it? But then again, a lot of good managers weren't great players. Oh, Tony Pulisic he played non-league most of his career yeah. at, at Newport. Yeah, but the thing is, I always think that the ones that weren't great players know where they were going wrong once they finished. Yeah. So when they put it to implement it into a squad, they can tell what. The trouble is with the best players. They're that far up their own arse, aren't they? That they're like, well, I'm great, I can do everything. Yeah. Whereas if, you, if you're getting it wrong week in, week out, then you can go, well, I should have done that, I should have done this, I was in the wrong position there, I should have tracked back, I should have done this, I should have done... And you can implement that in your own squad when you retire. Well, I think it also leads into the fact that you know how to treat a player. Like a player like Pulis or Nathan Jones could sit there and go, I could have become a Premier League left-back if... if this bloke had done it, this with the gaffer had said this yeah. to me or or listened to me in that way and knew where I yeah. put myself and but a lot of the times when you've got players like Nathan Jones who really haven't achieved much I mean you know so when did he join when did he play for Valencia <laughs> oh it wasn't Valencia I can't even I, I can't even pronounce who, who they were that's how bad the name is I don't even know go on, just, no, just have a quick go no it was it was it was <laughs> He's like Karaku or something. I, I, I've never even heard of them. They're not in the league now, anyway. They probably <laughs> don't even exist. Um, but the thing is, like you say, I don't think that's a reflection on a manager if he's played at a poor level. Really. No, it is. No, it's, no. There's been many good managers no. that hasn't played at a higher level. I mean, it's I mean, in three years, he won 87 games at Luton as manager. Yeah, so, so his record's outstanding, really. Yeah, it? I mean... <laughs> It's not. I, I think he's special, I do. I think there's something about him, I do. I think, I think he's one of them people that might be a, a future great. I, I do. I think if he gets it, gets it right, you never know, do you? I mean, the one thing that I hope, especially this season, because um, the, the fans just need to get behind the team. I mean, it was coming out in the press again. The, the players aren't happy with the stick they're getting. They need to get behind them. There's some right idiots up by us, and it's. I've had enough of it now. Forget about the Prem. Let's concentrate on this season. New manager. It's his first full season. Let's just do it. Let's just go for it and get behind the, the team and the manager. Well, that's always been the case with Stoke fans, aren't they? When when they're behind the team, they're the best fans in the world. 
but when they're down when they're against them when they're against them they're the worst fans yeah. in the world and it's but that comes with being the best at occasions you're either the best it's like or the best you it's one misplaced pass ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、
and then Birmingham away. But like I say, I think Derby going to be a complete different prospect next season. Thing is, though, if you look into September, there's enough games there for be getting a decent amount of points on the board for me. I, th- um, I think I think it's a really good good set of fixtures, Ardy. I think it's really lenient to Stoke, but it means we have to have a good start. Yeah. I mean, if we have a good start there, the second half of the season is when the big boys like Leeds and all them come come away where we have to go to their place you know we, we might have enough points then you know we might be in the top two top three and then momentum takes over then yeah so I mean if we get if we beat QPR and beat Charlton then it's going to be a good season simple as that yeah and it's I just mean we've got a tough Christmas um, I mean you look at sort of from the beginning of September I mean Hall's not too bad away um, but you've got Reading, Sheffield Wednesday, Aldersfield away, Fulham away. You got you got two pretty tough fit there within what two days? Twenty ninth. That's what I mean. And the first, he gets he gets hard. You've got two big. You've got two teams that have come down from the Premier League in the space of three days. Yeah, <laughs> which is tough. If you come out of there with six points, you've done all right. Well, again, I think if we went beat went get six points out of them, so you're going up really. I mean, Aldersfield. You take four, wouldn't you? No, I'd, I'd, take I'd, I'd take three out of that. Yeah, I'd take three. I mean, Fulham full are going to be a hard side next year. They've got too much quality. They have. They're in the wrong position. Um, I think, uh, but I think they've got an inexperienced manager. So, but like I say, look, looking at them, I mean, who've we got on Boxing Day? Boxing Day, we have Sheffield Wednesday at home. See, that's a good one. I can't remember the last time we had a Boxing Day one at home. That's been the last while, two, 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 three years. I think. We'll yeah, be we missed on, out something on Boxing Day, so yeah. it'll be nice. It'll be nice go. Go the game. Yeah, I mean New Year's. It's Huddersfield, isn't it? There's only two. Ma- there's only so many family members you can see, isn't it, at Christmas? Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> especially Boxing Day. You just want to get out of the house while <laughs> a sicker eating roast potatoes. <laughs> well, the wife here clears up the boxes and makes a pie. <laughs> you know, it's one of them. But yeah, I'll tell you one team we haven't mentioned: West Brom. West Brom. I think. If, I think if they yeah. lose, if they lose Rodriguez, and it's he's another one we didn't mention. Is it five million? Yeah, I felt it's one of them. Jay. I think I don't mind Jay Rodriguez. I mean, if he came tomorrow, I'd probably go. Yeah, go, yeah, okay. It's not a bad sign. But I, I think he's one of them that I just well, I don't really care. Would you have him over Joe Allen? Well, no, because he's a striker, isn't he? You can play in the middle as well. Though. Well, he can, yeah, but. I don't think is that's that why that's why he's been playing for West Brom is it? No, he plays striker. He scored a lot of goals. Yeah. I'll see if he scored twenty six goals or something like they that. They brought Slavin Belic in, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I put that's it a on, big call. That. I put it on my Potter's page and went. Don't all laugh at once. <laughs> I mean, sack sacking a talented young manager like like Darren Moore. He was, he was. To be honest, for me, he did a fantastic job. He did, and then he sacked him when he was in fourth. I know fourth position. They feared. They were. They were they feared. feared. Yeah, they were feared when they sacked him. And uh, and then he went home scratching his head. What what forgot me? What forgot do you? And then what do you want? I tell you what, we'll bring Slaven Bilic in. Who near enough got the West Ham relegated in terrible form. Oh, yeah. we'll bring him in. <laughs> what that? So sometimes these these it's a manager merry-go-round, isn't it? Sometimes. Well, that's what it's makes me laugh. Faces, it makes me laugh. Yeah. It's, it's just an absolute joke. But putting him in charge is like putting a Harry. I oh know we'll bring Harry back. Bring Harry Redknapp back. There was a, there was a there was a merry-go-round of about six seven managers, and it was Allardyce, Redknapp, Moyes, 
You always the same faces. You oh, got yeah, the, the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's another one, Alan Pardew. Alan Pardew's Mark great Hughes. for the first 12 months. Yeah, Mark Hughes yeah. the same, does well when yeah. he's got a spine then. You'll only lose about four games under Pardew, first 12 months. But then the second 12 months, you'll lose the first 16. Oh, yeah, he's, he's terrible, Alan Pardew. Yeah, he's a terrible. terrible manager. Yeah. He's a manager, that's all he is. Yeah, that's all he is. He, yeah. hasn't, got the, he, has, he hasn't got the ability to know the tactics. And Slava yeah. Bilic, yeah, he started well with West Ham, but as soon as he lost the reason of that, Payat, he... <laughs> he pointed like yeah, a stone yeah. West Ham did. So, right, was pulling so him it's out great news for Stoke. Brilliant yeah. news that he's gone at West Brom. I thought brilliant. If they had, if they still had Darren Moore, they'd be going up. Yeah, going West yeah. Brom got a chance at top two. I mean, that could be a big game depending on where we are on the table. The tenth of April, Leeds away. Leeds away. That's a big game there. Then you've got Birmingham as well. I think Birmingham three days later. Will. They lost Gary Monk as well, aren't they? I mean, yeah. Birmingham another club. I think this year it is starting, starting to fit together for Stoke. Yeah. But but going Nottingham Forest on the last day when we need a need a, might need need a result for promotion. It's well, they've lost uh, Roy Keane today, haven't they? Where's well, he gone now as well? But for no reason online anyway. It just says he's left. You won't be know what it's like. He's yeah, but he's with O'Neill. He's his best mate. Yeah, but it's 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 Mark, it's Roy Keane. Yeah. He, 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 somebody could just you know put the wrong boots on. And that's it. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. He's one smiled. of them. He'd be worried about him. Wouldn't yeah. He? Oh yeah. If he, yeah. he started smiling, going, wouldn't it nice today? You're right, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd bring a doctor in, wouldn't you? Yeah. He's a very very miserable man. Oh, I know. Yeah. So right, look at them fixtures. What would you What would you say? Is the best one out of them? Best for the way date for the fans who are listening. The Leeds one because of where it is. Because obviously the last game is the second of May, so it's finishing early. Because is it the Euros next year? So they yeah. finish slightly early, don't they? Because of obviously the um, the run up to the tournament. So if you're looking at it there, you've got Bristol City, and then Brentford after. That game could decide if you're going up or even decide if Leeds yeah, are going up. Yeah, I think it's important, that one. That's I a think. massive game depending on what... I mean, obviously, if they're in the middle of the table, it means nothing. might mean something to Leeds, but it won't mean uh, nothing to us. But I honestly think if we have a good season, that could be one of the biggest games in years. Stoke Leeds. There's no... They're all relatively steady games towards the end of the season, apart from that one. I mean, you've got Barnsley, Birmingham, Brentford. I don't think there's any, any games there that's... Are really that bad, so uh, that's what I mean. I think it, I think we've been very lucky on what we've got here. I mean, because if you look on in February, for example, there's only really there one tough match, Cardiff, which is probably Cardiff or Luton away, depending how well they're taken to the championship. So, I mean, looking at it, that's a nice little run in February. Yeah. I mean, if it's to pick some points up there, you know, automatics is on. Automatic promotion could be on by this point. I mean, I know it's all hearsay because you, you can't judge it till we start playing. But I think we've been very lucky this year with fixtures. I think I think we, there's a good. Yeah, I mean the thing is, if you look at them, I mean a, a lot of times you sort of look at fixtures and you, you sort of look at them on paper and think, well, we should get something there. But you know what this league's like. You, you, you don't know what you're going to get from one week to the next. How many teams have we played over the season? And you go. They lost the last four, aren't they? And they beat you three nil. Right, that's what. <laughs> and and it's that topsy turvy, isn't it? I don't think it's that bad. I, I haven't looked at anywhere and thought, "Wow, we've got a tough run there." 
there's always a break against somebody. I mean, I can't see all all having a good season. I really can't. All Wigan. I don't. I, I think they're too, especially Wigan. They've lost all. They've lost basically all their best players. Yeah. I think it's. I think they're good fixtures to be honest. Right, it's time for the new this, this segment. Week. New segment. That's <laughs> the one. That that, that's the thing I was looking for. <laughs> uh, so first of all, we're going to go straight into the questions. And uh, I'd no idea how to say that. Ozzy and Madavi. He's asked three players. That you wish Stoke could buy could be anybody. I mean, I can name three. Go on then. Messi, Ronaldo, <laughs> Neymar. Job done, really. <laughs> he said any. He didn't say be realistic. Yeah, he didn't say be realistic. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think Neymar'd love it at Stoke anyway. He'd love a cold uh, December. Oh, he'd love it. it. He'd, he'd love it in Stoke. He would. He's, he'd be in liquid every night, wouldn't he? Party. I think. Um, I think it's pretty much what we touched on earlier in City. It's about bringing in the right players we want, sort of thing. Because everyone's going to say that, aren't they? Oh, we'll have him and we'll bring him in. And uh, yeah, I, I just think. Well, then give me three names. Bring Arnie back. So we want Arnie. There's one. <laughs> There's one of the three. Um, Tammy Abraham. Tammy Abraham. So that's two strikers. Justin. Okay. And James Justin. There we go. And from the same bloke, Aussian man Davy. He's getting it now, aren't he? Yeah, he's, I'm getting there. <laughs> One day I'll pronounce it right, probably. What place do you think Stoke will end on? What place do you think Stoke will end on? I think... I think, uh, I think if we speak that in English, where do you think Stoke will finish? finish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say... I'd say they're going to finish about 10th. 10th? 10th, yeah. Fucking hell, we're going to be top of record points. Oh, about? no, don't start saying that. Fucking We've already been back by the rookies. I've told you. <laughs> Six 0 first someone's, game. Someone's got to be realistic. <laughs> so you think tenth? Yeah. You think tenth? I've yeah. got a feeling on fifth. I've yeah. got a feeling we might scrape fifth if if Nathan Jones gets the players he wants. Yeah. Basically the quality round. You get the second choice then. Aiden, Aiden Stubby, Stubson. He's been around a while. Do you think that we should keep or sell Ryan Shawcross? Um, I'd keep him. Only even if he didn't play all the games, I'd still keep him because he knows he knows Stoke inside out, doesn't he? He's sort of the last out of the the core group from when we went up ten years ago, eleven years ago now. I love the bloke. Yeah, it, I just think it, it, certain players they don't even need play. They can be in the dressing room and make a difference. And I do genuinely believe that he still puts hundred and ten in every week, even if he isn't what he was five years ago. Um, I think he'd be good for the likes of Liam Lindsay coming in. Mm. Is it? He'd be a good, good person to get under his wing. Because um, I think that's why they're bringing Lindsay in as a, a long-term replacement for Shawcross. Well, I hope so. I mean, for me, I think it's just a daft question. Would would you sell Ryan Shawcross? What would have sell the, the greatest defender I've seen at Stoke? No, 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 not no. really. It's like when people say to me, "Would you pick Danny Bat or Ryan Shawcross?" Ryan Shawcross I yeah. wouldn't even have to breathe before saying that yeah um, so yeah so now we're going to go to Phil from Berry Hill or Merry Hill whatever it is and not Merry Hill I don't know wherever <laughs> it is he's, he's in Stoke somewhere near Arts Hill isn't he but anyway he yeah, <laughs> probably will do anyway but we're saying that we only have three questions anyway on this one so what we're going to say is now um, what does he, he asked he's asked do you think we've got tough fixtures this season well they're all tough Aren't they? At the no, end of the nothing's day. easy in the championship. No, they're all they're all tough, but um, I, I I think the thing is, you're going to see a completely different Stoke side come Q 
QPR. At the end of the day, when he came in, it was someone else's side. He changed it a little bit here and there. Whereas this time, it's going to be a squad pretty much, isn't it? Yeah. He's gonna. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of changes this this summer, and I I just think I can't I can't sit here and go yeah we're going to run the league because I don't know. I don't yeah, think anybody else knows do the. Uh, we won't we won't run no. the league. I mean that's no. that's just obvious really. Um, and Clive the Devil, as it's said here, says which will no sorry what's it said he said that's not English that hasn't made. Basically, it's saying, would you keep Bojan? No, no. Twelve months ago, I'd have said yeah, but he was pretty much a one-season wonder for us, wasn't he? I think he just had three good months. I do. I, I, I don't. I don't dislike the player. But first, um, first twelve games, I, I hated him. Oh yeah, he was. He was, was so dreadful. so lightweight. Yeah, he was just getting knocked off the ball every time he was running with it. But then that three months, he was probably one of the best players I've ever seen. It was like he, God, he was. He was up there with Ukstri. Yeah. in that three months and I love it because he was the best player I've ever seen the goal he scored at Leicester away after Christmas where he wasn't even facing goal he was facing he wasn't even looking at the goal and he turned and hit it first time he spun round and hit it and, and so stood there and went well he wasn't even looking at the goal and he knew where it was he, everything he touched turned to gold didn't it? for about three four months he was brilliant and then like I say for some odd reason we decided playing at Rochdale. <laughs> yeah, and then from then on, it's just been two years of a nightmare. You're thinking, well, we had a decent side then. We still had Walters and Crouch and everyone. And you're thinking, why have you sent your best player to Rochdale on a pitch that looks like horses have been running across? <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, for me, I think the quicker he goes out of Stoke City now, the better. Yeah, because now it's that. now it's causing rifts between the club and the fans. Yeah, he got Gary Rowe sat. Let's be honest. And I just think it's time for him to move on. But Nathan Jones has already said that I've given him chances. He's done nothing. Yeah, he, has, so he, he hasn't. He makes a good point. He hasn't. It's like yeah. second half of the season when he was... Sorry, not second. Yeah, probably second half when he got those games. He missed a penalty, missed a one-on-one, and, did nothing. and then did nothing. Nothing. He did nothing. nothing. Didn't score a goal, didn't create any goals. Can't sit there and say he had a chance now. Oh, he's had, he's had his chance. He's had his chance. And yeah. all I'm saying is now he's on a big wage. Get rid. Let's bring through the future of Nick Powell. Job done, there we go. Yeah. So I hope that's answered your question. Right, this one isn't this one's more of a statement than a question from our mate Louis Eccleston. One. Uh, Liam Liam Lindsay will be obviously quality next to bat. Cousins may be alright. Well instantly that's a you not need to sort yourself out. It's not a question really, <laughs> is it? But what we'll say is I think you're talking bollocks. I think um, <laughs> I think he'll be obviously quality next to Ryan Shawcross and uh, Danny Bath will have a nice little place on the bench. Uh, like I say, I'm not discrediting Danny Bath. I think he's a good player. I think he's, a, he's been a good signing. But straight away, I thought, why have we gone for the older man? And he's, I mean, what old is he? 29, 30 now. And I, you know, I, I do like him, but I think he's, he's no Ryan Shawcross, let's be honest. And the other part of it was, Cousins may be alright. I mean, well, maybe, maybe the, the, jo- the jury's out on him. I don't know anything really about him apart from, of course, what we've already discussed before in the yeah. in the pod. I mean, I can't, I can't really say any more on on cousins no. until I actually now see him play. Yeah. I mean, apparently he's signed. So welcome, what's this, Jordan? Jordan who? Jordan, exactly. <laughs> Jordan who? <laughs> right. Well, the jury's out with a lot of these lads that are coming in at the end of the day because they're not names. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Cynthia Potteris, 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 Potteris. Pot- Potteris. No, it's Riss. Potteris. 
she said she's asking will the season tickets go down next year no no chance no chance and would you and they've gone down from our, our mate Tony who was on there talking on the radio the other day when it came out of my bank account it didn't go down yeah well that's your bank account you're going aren't you <laughs> <laughs> we're not about everyone else no no <laughs> no chance not a chance I think, they, I think they'll drop not by much but I think they will oh do you mean attendance yeah the attendance that's what you price no, oh no no um, that, that'll freeze that'll freeze. freeze till I'm dead yeah but um, oh, the, the, the numbers were dropping mid-season weren't they last, last time yeah no I think they will drop but um, I don't really care if they want to sit on their arse and be plastic let them be plastic well, the thing is, is normally when they start leaving, you're left with the real Stoke fans anyway. Yeah, right? that's what I mean. So I mean, I'm, I, I prefer it when it's a bit quieter anyway. You don't get people who were who there to go, oh, I like Premier League football. Well, do yeah. you? There's a tally down the road. Yeah, the numbers all drop, definitely. Especially in the lesser games. Right, so that's the end of your questions. But make sure you keep bringing, uh, keep asking us. Send them in all week. Keep, keep sending them in. We'll ask at an earlier date that ne- next week, because we've learned that. So we'll ask on Thursdays, probably Wednesdays, depending depending when we can. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We've got, we've also got my personal pages up there as well, which is Ian from Scholar Green. Uh, again, on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. But also we've got our own group, The Potters, which I'm hoping we'll get more members for, because I asked a question on there, and I want more, I want, I want to listen from more of you, the Stoke fans. They're the people who, who make this what we, we won't we won't hear from you basically. So right, we're going into the weekly feature now. The hall of name and shame. Who have we got? Name and shame. Name and shame. I thought it was fame and shame. It is fame and shame. That's what I said. You're just, you're just mishearing me, aren't you? You're just trying to catch me out. <laughs> you're still awake. You see, if you're awake, we forgot to do it last week, and we could only apologise. Yeah. So who's fame, fame this week? Is Rory Dewap. Rory the legend of that. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. He's definitely he's definitely fame. Well, he's obviously now one of our first team coaches, isn't he? Yeah, he's still at the so club. He's come the back. Club. Yeah, um, and let's face it, when we first come up, if it wasn't for that throwing, this the amount of games that won and probably kept us up really wanted. Um, it was deadly. The throwing was deadly. Oh, every week it was. Yeah, yeah. every week. Oscillated it. Thing is, as well, you've only got Luke back. Uh, he's. I know. I mean, he played for Derby um, and uh, Southampton and Sunderland, and he has. He had a lot of Premier League pedigree anyway. Um, and they were the sort of people you needed for staying the Prem, don't you? First season, you need people who know that division, and he knew it. So um, I'll, I'll, I'll go as far to say with Rory Glatt that I think he's probably one of our most famous ever players because of his throwing. I mean, I think probably one of the most most famous scenes I remember was Hull when Bowie's Mile booted the ball out for a corner instead of a throw-in because of Rory Delap. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'd say he's up there as one of my, one of our most famous ever players. I mean, every time I go abroad, I'll say, "Who are you?" And he goes, "Well, I'm a Stoke fan." And they go, "Oh, Rory Delap, long throw." Yeah. It's like these people from everywhere, and they, they always know Stoke for Rory Delap, especially the more modern people. I know the older generation are obviously going to know Stoke for. Pedic and in like Stanley Matthews and yeah. Banks and but I think the newer generation were known for the lap. I think it's the lap. I think it's <laughs> you want to want to bless with much at it, like pace, but oh, he did read yeah. the game well and he did organise the, the midfield very well. But like you say, the throw. I mean, another one that a lot of people will forget, um, Dean Windass. If you remember at the Brett one um, game, he stood in front of him so he couldn't take the throw, and then when he took the throw, he stood on the white line. And the ref boots him and give a free kick. 
<laughs> so we didn't take the th- so we didn't throw yeah, it I remember in. that now yeah, yeah stood that. right on the line and Delap threw the ball at Windass's head and then the ref come over put Windass and give a free kick and Lee Sandy didn't throw the ball I know that's, that's that, that was the length people were going to to stop the throw I know that was I remember that now Burnley moved the advertising boards in four foot yeah they all did they all yeah. started doing it then to stop yeah. to stop Rory getting his run to get his throw in yeah. he even tried to ban his towel so they had to put a towel into his shirt yeah but that must have made it warm though you imagine having a good they didn't cover much mileage on the pitch <laughs> well I mean he was, he was getting on a bit once he was yeah. he knew his limits but at the end of the day he had two leg breaks as well no yeah that's what he had he broke his leg in his first ever game for Stoke so yeah. you know for I mean how many times did he play for Stoke I mean 178 so it's that's what I mean fair it was 30 odd when he came so yeah. It's a big achievement that is. I mean, but also if you look at his his career, we literally did get every last ounce of his career left. Yeah, Because yeah. after that, he, he couldn't carry on playing. He, he dropped right down as well. Didn't he? So I mean, he, he, he was a fit bloke outside of football. Did a lot of charity bike bike rides, don't he, all the time? Yeah, he's, and, and he, he always did keep. For his age, he was always super fit. To be fair, I think he was down to earth as well. I think he was a real one. He's a, he's a legend. I he's loved he, at Derby though, isn't he? Yeah, well, love him at Derby. Well, I hate Derby. I really hate Derby. That's <laughs> that's not even... I can't stand him. Right, anyway, because I've nearly enough ruined Rory there because of that last bit. <laughs> we'll move into shame. Right. And this week's shame isn't a shame because of his ability. This is a different kind of shame. So this is be- this person is obviously Dutch inter- well, ex-Dutch international, Ibrahim Afalai. I've put him in a shame, not as a shame that he's a bad player. I've put him in that it's a shame we never saw his true true ability. We saw bits of it, but we didn't see enough of it. No, Um he can't he can't fault his ability um at all. But like you say, he I think as well, um he got he got moved around a lot at Stoke, didn't he? One week he'd be on the left, then he'd be on the right, then he'd be in the middle. And you're thinking you've bought a player who don't even know where playing. Well that's well that's the that's the thing, thing about him, is that I think he's I think he was he could have been a great player. He well re- when he when he moved into central midfield he was, I thought he was really promising there because it stuck out on the wing. He, he didn't have. He wasn't blessed with a good enough delivery for me. I think he was always a central midfielder, yeah, wanted, to be he honest. Was. Um, but like you say, injuries plagued him, didn't they? Um, f- throughout his Stoke career. So well, that's what I mean. I mean, he was a. He was. He wasn't blessed uh, with with good legs was he by the looks of it I mean I don't even I don't even know he, how long he, he played for anyone or but he wasn't but like I say he was at Stoke for three years and he must, he, he can't have had more than 50 appearances no. there's, there's no question of it I mean looking into him I think it's, it's just such a shame there was obviously great ability about him and like I say about Ibrahim Afalai he's one of them players that I think we've just been unlucky yeah it's the thing is though there's, there was one or two weren't they that, that came through the door at a similar time, um, and it and it didn't really work out, and I don't know, but don't you think he was a bit of a name as well? Well, he was a name, obviously, because when he broke through at PSV Eindhoven in two thousand odd, it was. I mean, he played a lot of football for PSV and made a real name for himself. Got in the Dutch side, and you know, real shining, shining light, similar to Peter Rooster in many ways, and. He went on to Barcelona and then, of course, he had a, a serious leg injury, which he's never really recovered from. I mean, if you look he's at his... 49 appearances for Stoke. And that's what I mean. So he played only, he only played 49 appearances in three years of football. And that could... And, and let's face it, half of them could be subs. 
they probably were but yeah. most of them were probably subs I mean yeah. he, he it's such a shame really I, I think there was a real talent in there but his age I mean it's not like he was young he's 33 now yeah I think he was 28 when he came Stoke something like that so you're expecting you're expecting 100 on appearances aren't you for somebody yeah. of that age but like I said we just said that about Rory lap. I mean he must have been what 30, 31 when he came Stoke and he he played 170 odd appearances for the club so you know, it's one of them. I mean, he was a talented player. You saw, I mean, you saw glimpses of a good player, and it's such a shame. This one into bad shame. This one, this one's such a shame. Yeah, because he didn't, just didn't really work out, did it? And the fans really got behind him at one point as well. Oh, I think they loved him. I, 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 he's not going to leave with um, any bad feeling from me. I think it's just yeah. a shame we never got, we never got to see him as good as, as good as he could have been. The thing is, though, from. You're looking, looking here at the back of his career for five years. He didn't even make fifty appearances in five years yeah. Of football yeah, before, before he comes Stoke. Stoke yeah. yeah, and then made forty-nine appearances. Yeah, he had a loan spell where he he, he barely played. Yeah, because he was injured all the time. Yeah. Stoke got him because he was free, and you can't blame him really. He was he was a name. We're in the Premier League then, bringing in names is what it's about. Mm-hmm. The thing is though, I mean, he left PSV for Barcelona. And then got that injury. But yeah. look at the, look at the team back then, 2010 to 2015. Oh yeah. So you got Messi in his prime. Yeah. Iniesta, Iniesta Xavi. Xavi. He was never getting in that Sammy side. Sammy like two, I think, was still there at that yeah. point. You know, doing Yo, a good side. Torre. You were never getting in that side. No. Well, he um, did. To be fair, he did. He was a good, like I say, he did play for him. Yeah. But he got that injury and he killed yeah. him. But he only made 21 appearances for him. So, yeah, well, over five years. But, yeah, but there's two loan spells in that as well. Yeah. So he was out for two years. Right, so that comes to the end of this week's pod edition. I want to say thank you for listening. We hope to hear more from you. We hope you hope you like and subscribe. We're on like we told you before. We're on Instagram, Facebook. We're just trying to get this taken off. I mean, eventually we're going to start doing videos, but we want we want to hear more from you. Get the your fans. questions. So get your questions in, get your name read out, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Ta-ra.